Welcome to the Yes Chef podcast, the Hell's Kitchen recap straight from Reality TV Warriors. My name is Ben from Powell, and joining me today is someone else who would sell their own family for Black Jacket, Heather Nicole Smith. <laughs> that is very accurate. <laughs> anyway, so we haven't actually released any episodes in the past over a month because, well, various, various technological difficulties which have resulted in us losing episodes. Like, we record the episodes, and then I'd go to... Fu- well, how, how it works is I rec- I'm hosting and I record the episodes and then I edit them from the file. But like with the, with the, re- um, with the recorder I have that recorded the episodes, it, will, it was a very dodgy one that it decided, well, you know, if it was longer than an hour, it didn't like it, it just deleted it off the hard drive. So basically <laughs> we lost at least uh, three to four hours worth of uh, podcasting content and that's never going to see the light of day. So you're going to miss our various opinions on Joe, which is, you know, <laughs> a tragedy. Yes. Luckily, we think we solved the issue now. So the Yes Chef podcast is back. Yep. <laughs> and ready to, ready to go. Ready to rumble and or go. Ready to do something. Previously on Hell's Kitchen, Chef Ramsay put a twist on the classic blind taste test challenge, testing the chefs with ingredients infused within ice cream. While Ariel and Kristen excelled for the red team, Frank and Danny bombed for the blue team, giving the red team the win. At service, with only three chefs in the red kitchen, Kristen, Ariel, and Ashley used great communication and superior cooking to deliver an excellent service. Over in the blue kitchen, having an extra chef in the kitchen turned out to be at a disadvantage because Jared had basic issues on meat, while Frank had problems all night with a snapper. The blue team nominated both for elimination, and Ramsey eliminated Frank, ending his dream of becoming the next head chef at BLT Steak in Bally's in Las Vegas. Now there are six. Yes. Yes, and because there's a six chefs in an 18 chef season, we are officially two thirds of the way through. So I think it's time we just look back on the chefs who have uh, gone. Yes. Yes. We so, shall insert the music here. Yeah, the fall, the, the rites of passage music. Or the in, or the show. or the Oscars <laughs> wrong show, yeah. Or the Oscars <laughs> in memoriam music. Either way. So the, so the first boot of the season was Mark. Yes. He didn't really make much of a mark. Good or bad, really. There yes. are many there are many, many chefs this season who weren't good at Hell's Kitchen and made it further and had more character. So mm-hmm. and uh, after Mark the second boot was Shakenna, who had a great first episode, but then plummeted in the next episode. Which is a shame. Yep. Such a shame. Yeah. After Shakana was Vanessa, who was pretty much one of those chefs that wasn't good at Hell's Kitchen. But she greatly exceeded our expectations, even if she wasn't going to really make it far in the first place. Yeah, she was a sweetheart. Too bad they don't usually win Hell's Kitchen. After Vanessa was Meese, who seemed to be built up for something really big, like a big storyline encompassing the whole season, but then was out forth. Such a shame. Yeah, she had a rivalry with Ariel and Kristen. I'm, I'm, was it? It was Ariel and Kristen, right? Mostly Ariel. Yeah, she had a rivalry with Ariel, who's now in the top five. So mm-hmm. it looks like one of them was making a fire, and the other was not. After Meese, we had Kevin, who was um, so hopelessly feckless, but entertainingly so, who was kicked out in the middle of service, which hasn't which hasn't been done for a while, I'm guessing. And in the very same episode of Kevin, we had Alan, who was. Pretty much the definition of, um, I guess you could say, big character, but like in the worst ways possible because he was, he was loud and he was annoying and he was also sexist. So, bye. Such a shame. Not really. Not really. <laughs> Not really. For him. That counts for something, right? Yes. So, Maybe. after after 
Alan's elimination, we uh, locked in our Black Jacket predictions and that went quite well for us because uh, one of our first ones, Eddie, got eliminated next. Go team. Yeah. Eddie was, uh, I think at this point, he is my favorite guy of the season. Mm, I don't know. Either Eddie or Kevin, really. Because Eddie was pretty much, he was a dope, but he was an entertaining dope. Yeah, it's something. And uh, continuing our lucky, amazing Black Jacket predictions, we have Hassan who is um, pretty much an essential ingredient to the brew of the red team in that stage of this of the season. But, uh, I mean, he was a bit too much sometimes, but he was uh, entertaining others. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember I remember in the first episode when I saw he was, like, um, in, sort of in the background but really doing well, I was like, yep, he's going to win. And then I'm like, oh, 11th place. Yeah. I, I had a feeling he wasn't going to go that long, though. But... There seemed to be some aspects of Hell's Kitchen that encompass a lot of reality television stuff, but others that that seems to have its own thing going as well. And he also predicted that someone from that red team is going to win. So <laughs> After Hassan, we had Joe, who was pretty much Alan Light, who was just basically but he was just like loud just loud and annoying. Like and he act, constantly acted like George Costanza from Seinfeld. So I remember you um said it was very fun it was very easy to make fun of Joe. It's easy to make fun of Joe. He's like amazing to be because, you know, it's like he's is a loser and you don't like him. But the show's editors didn't really like him either. So that just balances out his existence to me. It's just like, well, yeah, he's dumb and a loser. But at least the show knows it. At least he got, like, eliminated in a service actually he actually won, which was fun. Yes. Yeah. Ramsey decided to war- reward the blue kitchen. Anyway, uh, I'll... After Joe was Chad, who was apparently on the show. Citation needed. Yeah. That was the guy I was thinking of when I was like, wait, you skipped something. No, 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 no. That was the episode where he got switched to and no one got eliminated. So pretty much Chad was nothing. Chad. Chad was allegedly a contestant on Hell's Kitchen. Chad wasn't a huge character. He was focused more on being a professional. Which, yeah, it'll work for getting a job. But this is also a TV show. And he wasn't actually that good. I mean, if you're professional and you're good, you'll still get a whole lot of screen time. But if you're professional and boring and not even good, like swimming in black, was it garlic, black garlic? Black garlic. Yes, black, black garlic. It's like, um, yeah. And after Chad, we had, uh, we have our first of two, quote, big characters who made it far, Jackie, who, um... (laughs) ultimately she was pretty much good and bad like high highs low lows because like mm-hmm. a lot of the time she did seem to just just be there to be pointlessly annoying and make just pointlessly loud noises and all the time which like you know i'm not against but just seemed to be doing that for the sake of doing that but along the way she did get a lot of character development moments like it wasn't so much as um it wasn't so much of um, oh i'm going to i'm going to amend for my wicked ways but so much as more along the lines of finding out more about her and finding out about what makes her tick. Yes. She is very a very interesting character here. <laughs> yeah. It'll be interesting to see, like, when she comes back for the inevitable uh, final service where she's serving under one of the top two chefs. It'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I, I can't wait. And uh, on the flip side, we have Frank. Yeah. Who's a unfunny, whiny, sexist asshole who, does, who basically deserves everything he got after the show ended. ended. <laughs> Like, um, I was speaking to Michael, our other Hell Yes Chef host, who um, actually did tell me about this, actually did link me to a few articles about uh, Frank and his uh, 
post-show shenanigans. I think I tried to say something like that last week, but... Like, it, yes. he, he has his own section on the Wikipedia page for Hell's Kitchen 15. Yeah. Uh, following his exit at the end of episode 12, Frank, an active duty Marine chef, stated his dislike for women chefs and claimed he never allowed any to work under him, saying, I send them back to wherever the fuck they come from. Following his comments, Marine Public Affairs Representative Brian um, Nygaard stated Frank's comments regarding female Marines are not consistent with Marine Corps value of honor, courage, and commitment, and he would notify my chain of command as well as Sergeant Carla's chain of command to ensure that the corrective action is being taken. Several days later, Frank was removed from his position with the Commandant staff and transferred to the Enlisted Aid Program. Top marks. Yeah, it turns out that our armed forces isn't really big on the whole um, sexist thing. Mm, interesting. Well, most... Turns out, you know, it turns out um, being openly sexist isn't good for public relations. Who knows? Who knows why? Probably has something to do with the fact that women are like, what, 50% of the population? <laughs> something like that. God, and all they want is just equality stuff they always talk about. God. Somehow we're minorities, but yet it's like 50% of the population. That's not a fucking minority. Yep. Uh, it's, just, it's just the way the patriarchy works. Yep. Either, either way, we have Hell's Kitchen to talk about. But not for a while, because nothing really much really happens before the next challenge, apart from Jared talking about being last man standing. Not like that's ever happened. I think this is actually the earliest this has happened, though. I don't know. When I, when I think of um, last man standing, I think of... Um, Season, I think 11. of season three, and I also think of season eleven. Oh. Season three with um the final with the final four was um the final four was uh oh, Bonnie, no. Bonnie Jen and Julia Bonnie Jen Julia and then Rock Bonnie Jen Julia and Rock in season three, but also season eleven was um John up against uh up against Janelle Mary, Mary uh, C- Cindy Cindy and, and Susan and Susan yes yeah yeah and that, that was, was the thing. that was final five but this is final six yeah. and Jared's last man standing. Good job, guys. So he's probably going to make the final two, I'm guessing. I don't know. Like that I... doesn't always that doesn't always happen. I mean, John didn't make final two. Mm, true. He was final three. Yes, also true. Uh, but like you know, Mary and her voice beat him out. <laughs> but I'm guessing I'm just guessing too much uh, too much feminism in the in the Fox reality shows, and the viewers will start um, wandering the streets looking for brains to chew on. It won't be that much of a downgrade. Mm. oh wait <laughs> it, it's it's not fox fox channel is not fox news <laughs> ah okay i think we've had Please. this talk before but still we have a we got the reference to the two dads and <laughs> anyway uh next up we have the uh a su- surprise sudden family visit early in the morning because family members of each of the chefs show up and this time they're actually family and not like husband and not significant others or because we get Ariel's mom, uh, Danny's sister, Kristen's dad, Ashley's dad, Manda's brother, and Jared's mom. Yes. Yes. All... This is. I think this is actually the earliest that the family members have ever been appeared. I mean, we do find out later it's for a challenge. They did something like that in season three, but it was at final three. They had each of the family members' uh, moms come in for a challenge. It was cool. So they all pretty much got a really nice breakfast to go along with their meeting. I'm assuming it went for like an hour or so. Yeah, or even less because there was like an entire table of like, of like croissants and stuff to go to go with it. So they uh, they get they get a nice breakfast, but we didn't see much of it because it basically goes straight from hi mom to bye mom. <laughs> so they all go they all end up going downstairs to Ramsey, who talks about the giving out of the black jackets at this point in the competition. 
And the family comes back in again to present them all with a large gift box. And unfortunately, psych, they're all straight jackets. <laughs> I mean, it's a little late since both Jackie and Frank are gone, but still. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's enough crazy between all of them. Apparently, they haven't earned their black jackets yet, even though in the past few seasons, this has always been the point where the black jackets are given out. So basically, it's a man into, uh, there's one chef we don't want here, so we're going to wait till like, they're gone. Maybe. So they are... Uh, so the challenge for this the challenge for this week is to teach their loved ones to cre- recreate Ramsey's stunning Branzino dish while wearing a straitjacket. And uh, alongside this, we get Ariel proclaiming, "I'm going to be cursing a lot, Chef. Be prepared for that." And it's like Ariel, who do you, who do you think you're talking to? Well, Ramsey was never much big on the contestants swearing in front of like their mothers. I think that was like a thing in season three as well. And who was Ariel's family? Oh, interesting. Her mom. Interesting. <laughs> Yeah. So there's context. Yeah, context that I get, but apparently. <laughs> yeah. So the challenge is really fun because it's just like yeah. chefs like wandering around the kitchen, like trying to indicate with what to do without using their arms. Ariel ends up yelling at her mother a lot, and <laughs> which is you know understandable given her mother doesn't seem to be that good at anything. Also, she also <laughs> she also she eats something off the floor. Her like, mom isn't good at anything. <laughs> Well, she ate something off the floor. That's not, that's something. That's something I would yell at too. Man, someone doesn't believe in the five second rule. Um, and the and the other the other only noticeable thing that comes out of the challenge is uh, Jared's mother cutting her fingers open. Ow. And Jared is like, "Get the beans out, then go get the medic." <laughs> wow. Oh, uh, they're they're doing their they're doing their best to like edit make him into a crazed um a crazed tactical monster, aren't they? I'll explain. I'll explain. I'll explain one of my theories at the end of the episode, but still. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the um uh, the chef with the best challenge the be- the chef with the best dish will win the challenge for their team is basically how it turns out. Mm-hmm. And uh, that the fact that this is obviously an individual challenge made into a team challenge does make, does pretty much confirm my thoughts that Ramsey didn't want one of the final sixes to black jacket. Yeah. There is something up with this. I don't know. He's not just a host, right? He's like a producer as well. I don't know. The fact, I will have to add that it seems like the season kind of has a bit, something I think got added rather than something got, something needed to be taken away. I think something got added because the last one, the seven chefs, that was the taste testing challenge. I don't really remember. When was it in season 14? Give me a second. You don't remember them doing it um, at seven instead of eight i don't remember when it was that's just the thing maybe it was eight last year yeah it no was, it, it was, was it was eight last year it was eight last year because randy was there yeah it was eight last year too i don't know it's just it seems a bit I, off it seemed off to me i'm like well, this should have been earlier so i'm like wondering if this was weird i mean it was eight season 13 too it's usually eight Although I think season 10 was weird because there was an odd number of people in that Either one. way, it seems weird. We're going a bit off tangent. Or on tangent, actually. We're going a bit off topic. That's the word. No, season season 10, it was 9. Yeah, it just seems like weird because it's like there's like less... I don't know. The, the numbers seem off. It seems like there's a challenge missing somewhere. Not missing, but added, I guess. I don't know. Something like that. Something pushed something down. Either way, uh, Ariel Ariel is up first with her mother Lauren, and uh, their dish is visually a hectic mess. This, but the skin <laughs> is described as crispy, although it does lack lemon juice. And um, despite all that, Randy says it's a good job anyway. Yeah, I think he's trying to be a bit nice on the family members because the thing is, is that most of them are not professional chefs. Exactly. I say most of them, but. <laughs> and there is Eddie and uh, Keisha, but still. 
up speaking of Eddie, uh, Ashley is up next with her father Eddie, and Eddie apparently has a restaurant called Funky Monkey, which Ramsey <laughs> hears is something else. <laughs> I like that. I like that moment because, like, for every elaborately staged um, wacky dodo moment in the show, like Marina showing up in a cowboy outfit, we get like <laughs> compared to one of those, we get a genuinely funny off the cuff moment, like a the bison shitting all over the carpet or Funky Monkey. Yeah. Yeah, Eddie's uh, dish, it visually looks nice, it tastes delicious, and it overtakes Ariel's. Up next is uh, Kristen and Kim, whose Branzino is scored beautifully and tastes perfect, so it, it is the pinnacle of the red team. On, yeah. the, blue, on the blue side, uh, there's Jared and Marty. Marty describes her own dish as interesting. <laughs> that is a really good word. And while it's cooked beautifully, it's missing the vegetables because I'm assuming part of Marty's fingers in, went in there. Yeah, that would have been a... It's entirely possible. That would have been a thing. Up next is Manda and her brother Joe. The fish is cooked beautifully, but the beans are uncooked and hard. The flavor and seasonings are on point, so she overtakes Jared. And uh, finally, we have Danny and her sister Keisha, whose dish is visually lovely, tastes really good, and is definitely the best dish on the blue team. So it goes <laughs> up against Kristen's dish. They go up against each other, and... Um, for some reason or other, I think it was because the uh, the fish wasn't scored properly on Danny's dish. At least yeah. Kristen is declared the winner of the red team, which wins the um, wins the challenge for the entire team. Good job, good job. Their award is that all three of them get a royal treatment at a spa for a day of pampering. Ah, the spa reward. They usually have a spa reward every year. And uh, the punishment for the blue team is it's cleaning day because the sous chefs have gotten back to Chef Ramsay that the dorms are disgusting, so it's time to strip them from top to bottom, which isn't that bad. Like, it's not industrial It's not industrial cleaning, so. Yeah, I mean, there's always also some kind of dorm cleaning punishment, too. Like, there's always the same kind of punishments. They repeat a lot of punishments. I'm, I'm still waiting. Like, the truck punishments they usually have once a year. Um, like the one with uh, Amanda, where she did out yeah. of the back. Either way, uh, Amanda comments on how it would be a lot me- messier if there were all guys left instead of all girls. But Jared think Jared disagrees. Probably, kind of be- more... probably because he's the one cleaning out the showers, and there's all hair stuck in there. Yeah, and he can't he can't say that he's been the one with the hair. And yeah, since he's stuck with on shower duty, he thinks the entire thing is disgusting, and is also have to clean up makeup as well. Either way, uh, when they finally get to pre-service, we find out that the VIP for the red kitchen is uh, little John, who's uh, who's known for his numerous wordy catchphrases like "Yeah, yeah. what, okay." That's basically that was flawless. That's basically, that was basically it. That was amazing. Yeah. I, I was like, "Are you channeling little John?" Or <laughs> okay. I actually have never heard of him. Yeah. Um, well, I, has, I've heard he has, of him. He has I've a few. Just... He has a few songs. Um, I know the most recent one is probably "Turned Down for What." Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know him. Then <laughs> I, I know of him. I just didn't know. Right. You know your. You know your own country's artists. I'm so proud. I know things about people in my country. Who knew? And for the blue team, the VIP is Caesar Milan, who's the dog whisperer. I vaguely know him. Of him. I, I've seen a couple of Animal Planet stuff. Yeah, he's the one that I actually know a little bit more about. Than... <laughs> I actually know more about uh, one of the, one of the uh, celebrities that's out in the out in the um, dining room than actually at the, the chef's table. Oh, really? And he's not even one who got named. I'll go into oh. it. I'll go into it once we get to service. 
But either yeah, either way, Ramsey reveals that the winning team will receive their black jackets and make it to the final five. Basically, here's, here's your celebrity, here's your celebrity, black jackets are at stake, go. But the amazing race. First one to finish. But less, less YouTube celebrities. Thank God. Anyway, it's service time in Hell's Kitchen at the final six, and... Uh, on apps, we have Jared and Ariel. Garnish also have Jared and Ariel because they're doing both. On Meet, we have Danny and Ashley. And Fish, we have Manda and Kristen. On the red team, on the boring side, which is the red team, the first thing is that editing makes it look like that the red team are all fawning over little John for an extended period of time when I have, A, I have no idea why, B, it's obviously not because it happens every time that there's a celebrity that someone someone has to fawn over them. <laughs> David Beckham in season 10. Yeah, and then uh-huh. Rams and then Ramsey has to be like, um, ah, get back to work. All the women have loved him. Apparently, even Christina. Yeah. Meanwhile, though, the little, little Joan who's on trial seems to be loving Ariel and her broken foot because um, I know, they're making a bunch of like pimp comments and like how she was just they thought she was just walking with a limp because she wanted to be a pimp or something, something like that. I have no idea. If she does win, I want someone to have like a montage. Of our of her moments and have that in like the opening, because I went. I'm I like, thought she, is... oh she's got a broken leg. I thought she was walking like a pimp. <laughs> but they do get their VIP appetizers out anyway. The red they continue to push out appetizers, but Kristen accidentally sends out one scallop short for one of the dishes, and um, in a really weird moment, they actually use like footage from a previous episode of him yelling at her. So it's like mega confusing. Really? Yeah, because like um, like the. Two lines specifically, I remember from I remember from like the the lost period, I guess, of like moments where we we saw the episode we didn't podcast about. It. Like two lines. Uh, the first one was the now. I mean now. Like that was I explicitly remember that being in a past episode. And B, yeah. like um, him yelling, "This is beyond a joke." That was also in yeah. a past episode. So it's like, did Ramsey like not? It's it's really confusing because it's like, did Ramsey not overreact for that instance like the producers wanted him to? I guess they wanted to highlight that maybe... Kristen has flaws that prevent, prevent her from being head chef. Maybe they're just trying to make stuff... Because I have the impression that the red team was kind of extremely on point. So they just wanted to make it seem like there's some kind of interperson Or there's some kind of conflict. They wanted to make it more interesting than it was. Because it did seem to be a very like, boring yeah. service. Because then they kind of throw Ashley as a communicate thing. Yeah, it was like she got a um, thing where um, Ashley was slow and lacking communication, and then immediately, like five seconds later, it's like, oh no, she's not. Yeah, that was yeah. that was rather bizarre. Basically, basically, what we get from this is a like a dra- an entirely drama-free session where everybody does great, everybody gets their meals out, and they win the black the black jackets with a plum. Yep. And there's not much to talk about there, but there is much to talk about with the other team. Tree, yes. Because we start with Jared delivering a bunch of confessionals about how much he wants that black jacket. I would sell my mother for a black jacket. And then he and then he oversorts a cabanara. Well, I'm like, her fingers are probably still present somewhere, so you can probably just sell those. <laughs> but yeah, he oversorts, he oversorts a cabanara to the point that it tastes like seawater, then almost sets a stove on fire after splashing something. How many things have been set on fire in Hell's Kitchen? Anyway, the, Jared finally gets his cabanara out. We see that one of the blue team celebrity diners is um, Steve Aoki, who's a famous music producer in LA. And one of actually, rec- I actually like knew more about one of his ent- one of the entourage or the diners he was with than like um, basically all the other celebrities combined. Because like um, 
He was dining with this uh, semi-famous gay albino model, Sean Ross, who's been like um, the, the one who was sitting on his right. Um, he's he's a African American uh, African American gay albino model who's been in like countless A list music videos like Katy Perry, Lana Del Rey, Beyonce, etc. Wow. Yeah, it's like um, I I've known I know a fair bit about him, so it was pretty much shocked to just to see him right there. I was like, whoa, I know you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he or, sounds kind of recognizable too. Yeah, well, he has a very distinctive look because like because he's yeah. like African American, he's al- African American and albino. Yeah. So the blue team all eventually coordinate getting an entire set of dishes up, but Jared's mash has a long black hair in it, which because because A, Aaron and Jared don't have hair, B, Danny's hair is blonde, and C, Ramsey wouldn't admit it even if his even if his life was on the line. He has blonde hair too, but yeah. Well, blonde as in it's blonde now. Like Yeah. Or he has very he has very generous highlights. Oh yeah, fair enough. So they basically have to—they basically have to nail the hair as Manda's, even though even though her hair is brown, brown and red. Well, I saw—I it... actually saw an interesting theory theory on the um on the Facebook. Oh, this seems like a weird thing to get from, but like um, I saw an interesting theory on the uh, Facebook on the Hell's Kitchen Facebook page because on one of the pictures, like I think it was about Jared, uh, one of the comments was like um, was actually going on Nancy Drew and like saying why would um. Why was there? A, why was there a comment about Jared cleaning out hairs from the shower drain? And then there's a long black hair found in the found in that mash. It seems to me oh. like Jared's, Jared's being a saboteur or something like that. Oh yeah. I mean, that hmm. wouldn't surprise me. It seemed like a very weird thing to like um mention the hair in the shower and then like I'm not one to give like casual credit, but like good job whoever you were. <laughs> well, if they're posting on Facebook, that doesn't automatically make them a casual fan. I mean, not everyone has like a freaking podcast. I guess so. It would be, it'd be nice if everyone listened to our podcast, but, you know, can't always get what you want. Yeah. I mean, the whole hair, whenever there's, like, a hair thing, it's always, like, a, who is it? Who is it? Who is it? And usually it narrows down pretty quickly because of a hair color. But the thing is that, like, none of the chefs in that kitchen have black hair. Like, Manda has, yeah. Manda has, unless they're bad at, rec- unless they're bad at naming their hair color. Yeah, that like, could be it, too. Like, Ashley, like and, Ashley and Ariel have black hair, but um, mm-hmm. that's all. And yeah. they're not even in that kitchen. Well, the thing I will point out is that a lot of people have, like, different colors of strands of hair. Like, mine, I I actually have red, bright red hair in some parts of my hair. And others, is just light brown. So, it kind of makes it kind of weird whenever I'm, like, cleaning the house and I see strands of red hair mixed in with, like, brown hair. And I'm like, eh, yeah, that's definitely mine. I live alone. <laughs> and I've never, I've never dyed my hair before, so... I don't know if she has, but... It's a thing to try. <laughs> I like my hair color. Either way, the disaster continues with Danny sending up a blue New York strip while Amanda sends up a burnt snapper. Well, not entirely burnt, but, like, burnt parts on it. So Ramsey has to actually, like, um... Ramsey takes off her glasses to make a point. He actually wears them, too. It's kind of something. Yeah. Like, it was, it's one of, it was one of those moments where I was like, yeah, you're definitely doing... You're doing this just for the theatrics of it. Because, like... You know, when Manda yeah. said Manda said where she wasn't actually at she wasn't actually at the dish yet. So like mm-hmm. it's like um where is it where is it and then like um it acted like he he treated it as though she was like standing right next to him saying where I don't see any burnt what are you talking about my my fish is perfect I'm the best chef ever. Ramsey is uh very good at theatrics he he's very big on that. But while Manda does recover, Danny ends up slowing down on meat on meat and Wellingtons and drags with basically her reasoning being she'd rather drag. Then send up cold food. 
Which I can say, I can say, can't you? Yeah, it's a fair, fair thing. But I don't think she has been. I think the problem wasn't that. It's just the fact that she hasn't been communicating. Maybe possibly. Either, yeah. Either way, they lose. Either way, because of the entertaining team that that went into a meltdown, they lose service. Blue team's way more entertaining without Frank. <laughs> pretty much. And uh, the, and they end up like the red team ends up winning their black jackets, and uh, which basically means we got one black jacket. We got at most we only have three black jacket picks making it into the next, making it into the final five. Mm-hmm. Go team. Go Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, all six of them need to decide who will be up for elimination. And while Jared puts up a fight and throws both Danny and Manda under the bus, because the bus is a bit getting very plentiful under there, Manda goes, he goes for Manda's hair and burnt fish while going for Danny for not having energy or passion. And uh, Danny, in this situation, absolutely refuses to put up a fight. Jeez, man. Like, I, can, you know, I, was... can see, I can see it's, it's consistent with her character because, like, her thing has mostly been like passive aggressive digs at people, like especially with like a song. Yeah, so I was like, I'm like, geez, she she needs even then you can still fight without being like what she considers fighting, if that makes sense. She was like, I'm not gonna swear. You. Well, then don't freaking swear. No. I'm not gonna say too much on the. I'm not gonna say too much on it because it's like it's a bit shady. But like, if I found it interesting, like um, just considering the context of the season so far, that um. The one to say you're fighting for black jacket. This that this stuff doesn't just get handed to you. You have to earn it. Is the the mm. one who said that was Ashley? Mm. Cons- considering like two episodes ago, she was like getting um get, she was like getting raked over the coals for like um by Ramsey at least for like for her chef experience being uh, working under her dad's and and yeah. supposedly having that handed to her. Yeah, she. But not seen... that. It, but that is Ariel will test not having one of the restaurants named after her, unless Ariel's a funky well, monkey. No, no, actually, I actually looked on this on Twitter, but currently. As of now, there one of her dads does own a restaurant with that's named after her. How long's that been out? I don't know. I think it was after it aired. And when Ariel said last week that, you know, your your daddies are two chefs and you're not even a head chef at one of them, it's because she I think she didn't like wanna if, if she wanted to, she could have, but she didn't. Yeah, some people don't some people like especially like women in certain industries that they don't really take advantage of nepotism because it it ends up it ends up making it look like they don't deserve to be there even if yeah. they even if they are even if they are like um competent no. competent and have credentials yes. and have the experience to work there they don't want mm-hmm. it's it's a vicious cycle because like yeah in the patriarchal world we live in it's like um if anyone except <laughs> if basically if anyone except the straight white male takes a job it's like the general reaction tends to be, oh, they're just doing that for diversity. Uh, they should hire someone with um, actual, they should hire someone with actual, they should hire the best person for the job instead of someone just to fill a quota. And it's like, it's just mm-hmm. like the society we live in is like, um, oh, we can't, oh, the best person for the job is always going to be a straight white male because like, oh, everyone else, oh, you're just doing that for, the, you're just doing that because of PC, PC culture. Yeah. yeah, because people can't really need to get over themselves. And especially in, in an industry which has birthed some luminaries such as Frank, it has to be, it's a very <laughs> careful line to be treaded when you're not a straight white male. But then again, her dads aren't straight white, well, aren't straight, so. <laughs> so her dads, are they, are they both chefs and own restaurants or do they just own the restaurants? I think they, I think, I think so. I don't know, actually. Wait, which one? You think so on which one? Maybe. Which one? I, do you think they're, um, oh. they're chefs or do they think they're just restaurant owners? I think they're both. I'm not sure. Either, either I know, way, either I definitely way know her dads e- do own him. 
own them though. But I'm like, ta- I'm not talking about like if she wants to if she wants to move on beyond her parents her, her parents restaurant. Like if her only if her only experience is um is working at is being the head chef at her dad's restaurant, it, it's not like a very big endorsement as if like um she were to be a head chef on her own terms. Yeah, it's basically. It's basically she, she would she could if she wanted to but she didn't yeah she that did. was basically that's how she that could was. if she wanted that's to she she, she could if she wanted to but she declined yeah that's what she that's what she said on Twitter it's not it's not we're not, we're not being like anti Ashley here it's just a, it's just like kind of an ironic thing to be said considering what her um her arc was a few episodes ago I think it was actually because of the results of her arc actually that like, that would make sense too actually if that was. I think it does tie into that, and I didn't even catch that. Either way, the um, elimination ceremony is up, and the first nominee is Danny for shutting down when behind instead of being vocal and loud, and the second nominee is Manda because the girls trust Jared over herself or Danny. And yeah. uh, Manda's argument is that she deserves a blackjack for a constant improvement and momentum, while Danny says that even though her performance sucked that night, she's never given up and refused to not let that be seen. And mm-hmm. um, in, a surpri- in a, quote, surprise moment, Jared is called down right... Right before a commercial break, which obviously means he's getting a black jacket. And once we come back from the commercial break, he gets a black jacket. Shock of horror. Yeah, who knew? Yeah. So it's down to Danny and Amanda as the final as the final contestants to be given a black jacket. And uh, Ramsey decides that Amanda gets a black jacket and Danny's to be sent home because she's been on too much of a downward spiral. <laughs> which is exactly why Hassan got sent out hilarity enough it's it's great when like even though this even though the show is like pretty light and it doesn't have too many story long season long arcs that are constantly present it's like good to see when stuff gets tied back to previous contestants and previous arcs like mm-hmm. i mean i mean seeing ariel seeing ariel win after me is left in the dust in episode four would be fun yeah anyway next time in hell's kitchen each chef will be chef ramsey sous chef for a repeat challenge from last season and jared does something so disgusting that, that it causes his only friend to turn on him. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, I need to correct the Ashley thing. Apparently on Twitter, I misread it. It says, Adam, as a matter of fact, I run all three of my daddy's restaurants. I just choose not to tell any of you that. Wow. Damn. Cool. <laughs> or something like that. Jeez. That actually makes it sound like she won't, she won't be winning then. I, I thought she would be a winner, but like saying that she's already run three restaurants makes it seem like she won't really have like that's 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 a lot of responsibility for someone to like drop and then run a restaurant in Las Vegas. I'm still sticking to my one pick. Sorry. Damn. I want to be right. So um, so was... leave it, so we have our we have our final six. So on our eliminate contestant, what ultimately what were your thoughts on Danny? Man, I I think that she she was all right as a as a character. I knew that she wasn't exactly going to win. I thought she was at first though because. Or at least in the second episode, which is why we made her a black jacket prediction, yeah. But, I mean, the thing with the Hassan and the slow meltdown before getting bumped to the blue kitchen, that was a thing. That was a thing. Yeah. That was a thing. That was an entertaining (laughs) thing, because, like, I I liked her as a character. Like, I thought she was pretty good. And I loved, like, out of everything I've seen this year, probably, like, Danny's turn, um, once Hassan comes with the red team, and Danny's turn into, like, a super villain with, like, like that that picture of her with the with the hat covering her entire face and, and holding the cigarette out that's iconic yes that is it was just a shame that that was only in one episode <laughs> it was it was a it was good but, such a shame that she didn't pan out to black jackets but 
I mean, we have would, our five. I mean, she would have if, if she would have if we did like um if it did start six, but it seemed like Rams just wanted to get her out. Yeah. Yeah, like it maybe the, like the 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 challenge seemed to be like a challenge where it it did seem to be an individual challenge made into a team challenge. Like um, they have na- done stuff like that before. Like in like in Survivor, um, in Survivor Gabon at the um, at yeah. the final ten where like a, a clearly individual challenge is is suddenly made into a team challenge. Yeah, that was. I'm still I'm still on my theory that something got something got added in and pushed everything forward. Because the it would, actually, it, it would make more sense that the original final seven challenge was like removed and then everything got moved forward to cover it up. Yeah, but what was the final seven challenge was the blind taste test. But that's and always a thing. That's always at the final eight, though. It's not always at the final eight, but it's usually by the final eight, at least in these seasons. I mean, if it's the earlier seasons, it may have been the final seven. I'm. That's just not something that's on the top of my head constantly. Yeah, even in, at least in season three, which is the first one, it's eight chefs compete with the blind taste test. So I don't know. I mean, seven, that's a bit early. I mean, and we missed out on the hilarity. That would be Jackie at the taste test challenge. <laughs> you know that, you know, she would suck at it. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I think she would. But yeah, something got added in or something got added in and I'm trying to figure out I don't know. Either way, Patrick. what do you, what it we we're down to our final five. We have Jared, Kristen, Ashley, Ariel, and Amanda. So I think I think it's time we went through all of them and put our thoughts on them t- to air. But so we've never done that. <laughs> well, not not um not focusing on them individually. Like I mean we've yeah. talked we've talked about them in passing due to their moments in the show, but like I think this is, this is a hard time. We a we we get down our um we got down our thoughts on them, and we also get down our prediction on what the boot order is going to be for the final five. Okay. All right. So first up, we have Jared. He is on the show. <laughs> Riveting. <He is> little... <laughs> Last man standing. Last man standing, which seems to be his arc, but like his his arc seems to be like um last man standing who will do anything to stay there. At this moment, it seems to be. I mean, I I'd sell my own mother for a black jacket. Yeah. Plus, plus my plus the theory by that random Facebook person seems to be a possibility. Yeah. I Which don't... I'm 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 thankful that rules that rules him out as winning because I like all the, I like the other four four more than him. <laughs> I, I don't dis- yeah. I don't dislike Jared, but still. Yeah, I I don't think Jared's gonna. I don't think he's gonna win. I don't feel it mostly because of what you said about the. He just doesn't seem to have a. I don't know, and if the. And if the preview has anything to go by, it's not going to look that good on, on him either. Yeah, because Ashley was ramming him out, and it seemed to be like <laughs> it actually seemed to be like um, a pre-intro thing. So it's going to happen right on the next episode, I think. Yeah. Unless it happens in between the in, in between the reward slash punishment and service. Yeah, or it could be after service. Well, they all still they all still wear their they all still wear their chef jackets after service. And yeah. th- and they're all wearing oh. they're all, they're all wearing planes coves during the during the big argument. Oh, you're paying attention, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, yeah. so he's all right as, as a character. He's all right. There there have been worse. There can be worse. There have been worse. But I like mm-hmm. the other four more. Yeah, ditto. Hashtag Eddie was robbed. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. <laughs> yeah. Up next, we have uh, Kristen. <laughs> 
She's still here. She's still here. We don't know what she was arrested for, but she's she's doing all right so far. But I don't have anything. We didn't yet. even put her. We didn't even put her on like any kind of black jacket predictions. <laughs> no, because like I sort of had her as like a Christine pick from like last season, and she'd like she'd make us sort of far, but she wouldn't make it far. Yeah, yeah. But she did. So mm-hmm. after Kristen, we have Ashley. <laughs> yep. Who's your winner pick, right? I have to stick to something constantly around here, so. I think she's all right. I'm not sure where her arc will lead. It's definitely, it's definitely look like there'll be something interesting, interesting next episode. So, mm-hmm. we shall I, see. I, I obviously think if she doesn't go next episode, because the double elimination apparently, because five chefs compete turns to three chefs compete. I can do basic math. There's got to be someone who just like leaves, for like something, because that's weird. Maybe that's why. Oh, you, you're thinking like a Joy situation? Well, I don't think anyone straight up quits. Not like Joy, but maybe a, some kind of injury. Ariel's foot, maybe? I don't know about that. I mean, she, I mean Ariel, in the, in the preview for next week, she do, Ariel does say send them, send them both home. So that's for, that's for, for that, I think she'll actually make the final three, but it's, it's entirely possible she like a freak accident. Maybe. I, that some, Something happens to some... I just don't think it's a straight up double elimination. I do think. Th- do you think? Um, do you think Ashley will survive it though? I hope she does because I want to be right. <laughs> uh, and I actually, your do. reasoning is the best. <laughs> I actually do like her too. Yeah, she's, so. she's all right. I like her a lot. So this isn't this isn't just you know I want to be right. I I do like to see people that I like win. And since I don't actually dis- actively dislike any of the winners, she'd be a good. Mm-hmm. She'd be a good addition to those. She'd be good company. Yeah. I mean, I don't really actively dislike any of these guys that's left. Yeah, especially now that Frank's gone. Yeah, especially now that Frank's gone. I mean, I knew he wasn't going to win just because of that. I mean, my radar was like going off. Nope, he's not going to win because he's a jerk. And also sexist, oh. and also whiny, and also his other various character traits. Yeah, you know. Shining moments. After Ashley, we do have uh, Ariel. Yes. Who is, I I really like her. She's she's been great. She's been pretty much a pretty bad pretty badass, and uh, she has some great lines, some great weird lines, which is still great. <laughs> she still has that crown on her head. <laughs> this is so freaking weird. And and Mies is currently changing her career from chef to telemarketer. Who knew? And thanks to the to the sage wisdom of Ariel, the her dad, her parents have named a restaurant after her. <laughs> Ariel is just can do no wrong. Nope. I don't. I'd really love her to win. Yeah, I. I. She's a good fallback if something happens to Ashley. Or Amanda. Or man. Yeah, Amanda. S- speaking of Amanda, she's pretty fantastic. She's like hands hands down favorite of the season. Oh yeah. Yep. Like, I would love to see just the amount of character development she's gotten and, like, um, character development and character depth she's gotten. I'd love to see her win, or at the very least, keep her black jacket. Yes. Yeah, there's a good spot. Three chefs compete. The person who leaves would probably get to keep theirs. Which is really weird, because last season Michelle didn't keep her black jacket. Yeah, which is a shame. That was unusual. Uh, that was unusual. A, a shame, but still. Yeah. What can you do? Yeah. So we got three out of six of our Black Jacket predictions. 
go us. Yay. Jared, Ashley, Amanda all made it. Hassan, Danny, and Eddie didn't. Nope. Although Ariel technically is a is an a is an unofficial pick because we were like I picked up right after the final fourteen episode, which is yeah. Like, I would have replaced damn. her. I would have replaced Eddie with her in a snap. I probably would have replaced Danny with her, but still. <laughs> so we're, we're... so the fu- the last thing we do before we finish podcast is we need to we need to officially lock down who we think is going to place where because we've got fifth, fourth, third, second, and first. We got we got to lock down as a we got to lock down who we think is going to win and who we think is going to get booted next and who we think is going to all that all that jazz. Okay. So I I don't think you'll disagree with this, but I think I think Kristen is prime for a prime for being part of the double boot. Maybe. Like it just it doesn't seem like her it doesn't seem like she can go anywhere. Like Ariel's got Ariel's got content, Ashley's got content. Jared seems like he's going to have something. Like I'm not sure if it's going to be a, a boot next episode because of what he's going to get into. But Amanda, I don't think will be anywhere outside the final three. I think Jared's on a downward spiral, though. So I th- let's say so. the let's say the fifth and fourth are Jared and Kristen. Yes. Okay. And from what it looks like, that might be interchangeable. Yep. So who do we think is going to get third, and who, and we think they're going to keep their jacket? I don't really know if I can see Amanda in the final two. I mean, she's an amazing character, but it's I don't know. I think I unfortunately I'd love her to win, but I for, unfortunately I think she will be third. Yeah, me too. And uh, so that that leaves a final two of Ariel and Ashley. We have our alcohol. Al- we have our double A final two. Our Al- Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> I was about to say the battery, but yeah, that works too. <laughs> do we I, do we think Ashley's going to win? I do. So Ashley is our winner. Ariel is our runner-up. Manda is our um, Manda is our third place, and Kristen and Jared will both be gone in the double boot. Yeah. Awesome. So we are officially locked in to be proven wrong. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right. So thank you for listening to our Yes Chef Hell's Kitchen recap podcast. Join us next week as we dissect the next episode of Hell's Kitchen. If you have any questions you'd like us to cover on next episode on the podcast, feel free to contact us via our Facebook page, Reality TV Warriors, or our Twitter page, at RTV Warriors, or contact either of us via our own Twitter accounts, at Heather underscore Short17, and at Inkwanwai. Until next week, may all your dawns remain clean, and may all your Wellingtons warm. See you there. See ya. Kristen, first resort, I'm going to the window. What about to the wall? <laughs> stupid. <laughs> the pimp with the lamp. You're so stupid. Oh, Caesar Milan is trending on Facebook. Really? Yep. What for? Um, dog trainer and TV personality will not be charged with animal cruelty. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, we're we're clear. We're clear. That's a that is a massive like that's a plot twist singer right there. We need to clue that in the episode. We're including that in the episode. <laughs> Animal cruelty is not funny, Heather. <laughs> that's just terrible. That's bad. I haven't even seen this. I'm like, oh, it's trending on Facebook. Oh. <laughs> Oh, at least we have a stinger.